Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The sun is basically just a thing that is trying to kill you yes. at all times. Yes. When you are out, it is actively trying to kill you. <laughs> and yeah, we take there's steps to avo- avoid that. You know, yeah. sunscreen and sunglasses and, you know, like a hat or whatever. Yep, yep. But yeah, it is literally a giant fiery ball in space. Actively trying actively. to kill you. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. I'm Josh. And together we discover the unknown. It's not really the unknown though, is it? It's we discover science in the world around us in all the random things. Yes, in all the most random ways. In all the random ways. Yeah. And in a silly way yeah, sometimes. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's fun. What you been up to? Uh, not much. We just recorded a, another one before this. So. We did. We did. We've been batching them. Like we're talking about it's like coming up to the end of the year. So yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got a lot of travel. Well, more traveling than normal coming up. Yeah. All those holiday uh, adventures. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to make sure you guys have a podcast. So when you're on the mm-hmm. road, you can put us on with the fam in the car. Oh, nice. On your way to, what's the song? like Grandma's House. Grandma's House over the river and through the woods. The Grandma's House we go. With a random theory podcast. Yes, and playing throughout the car. Yeah. It's great. For everyone to hear. If you haven't listened to the spooky podcast, it was pretty good. It was a good one. It was a 10 out of 10. Yeah, we learned some fun things. Yeah, unfortunately some revelations came out about the axolotl. (sighs) Um, Trust them. Yeah, but you know. Should we do, do some ratings and reviews Duh. from the Apple Pod? We love Apple Pod. And today's yeah. video podcast, sorry, YouTube people, it's a video for you. Yeah. Today's podcast is a, another recommendation. Another rec. Yeah, yeah. From our science pals. From the science pals. That have left ratings and reviews and yeah. said, I want to learn more about Straight this. Straight from Apple Podcast. Um, so I'll read mine first. Okay. Because you've got the one. I do. You've got I got the, topic. the one. Yeah. Um, but mine comes from Cade. Three six eight five eight four. They said, uh, titled "Good Podcast." Totally okay. recommend. Um, and they said, "I love T Core Channel. I love the candy and the microwave experiments." Oh. One thousand out of ten. Recommend to everyone. Amazing. Thank you so much, Cade. Thank you, Cade. I'm glad you love the T Core Channel. Thousand out of ten. Thousand out rating. of ten. That's a pretty good rating. I would take that any day. Yeah, Cade, we think you're a thousand out of ten human. You are a thousand out of ten, Cade, and all everyone that listens and leaves a rating and review, but also if you just listen, like you're, yeah. you're still a thousand out of ten. Yeah, you're still one of the science pals, and that's all that yeah. matters. The big group of science <laughs> pals. A bunch of science pals listening to the Random Theory. Yeah. Um. So before I read mine, if okay. you have a podcast idea, yeah. let us know in a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's where we pull all of these from. Yeah. Um. We're trying to round out the end of the year with all of your guys' suggestions. Yeah. Full every every month, every week, every pod, every one. We want it to be your guys' suggestions. Yeah. Um. Because we we've laid the groundwork of what we do here, and now I want to just yeah. like run with what the people want. Definitely. Like, what are you curious about? What do you want to know more about? Yeah. So this one comes from Sparkles 
potatoes sparkles it's a sparkly potato yes yeah they said podcast idea that's the title that's the title yeah i'd love to hear you guys talk about uv light and why we can't see it but most other animals can yeehaw from illinois big, big yeehaw they they obviously are an old fan because they know the yeehaw they know the yeehaw yeah. haven't done a yeehaw in a minute it's been a while yeehaw baby yeehaw. um but so uv light uv light, UV we've, light. we've done a lot with uv light here big at UV, uv light people really interesting discoveries that have been done yes so on uv light yes okay it's very interesting okay first we gotta lay some groundwork so the lens of the human eye blocks ultraviolet light but in animals with uv transparent lenses ultraviolet light reaches the retina which converts the light into nerve signals that travel to the brain whereas the visual system perceives like the visual system perceives them i did not know that animals could yeah see uh ultraviolet light yeah so the human retina is sensitive to ultraviolet or uv spectrums um down to about 300 nanometers but the lens of the eye filters it out so this adaptation perhaps arose to protect the retina from more damaging uv um that comes in because you know like aka the sun sure uh, it also avoids the increased blurry effect of having too wide of a spectral range yeah, I mean, if you're letting in too many things, it's just going to be messy. Just clogged yeah, up. Just gonna, yeah. You have a distorted image. Yeah, so since different wavelengths focus at different distances from the lens, like it's important for us to like not have the full spectrum of vision. Yeah. Because like, like that our... means like you would be looking at lights, like don't look at a light because it's bad, but like you would be able to see like... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I just looked at a light and made a face. <laughs> um, You would be able to see like the rainbow coming off of the light. Like yeah. it would be so overwhelming I feel like our eyes have to do it in a way just to protect like the incoming information to not over your head would just like explode. It would. I think it would just be way too much. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know how you would function just seeing all the wavelengths of every light. It would. I would. I would go crazy. I think you would just have to like lock yourself in like a dark basement to and, turn your brain off and just like have like one little light yeah. that you can control. So normal color vision ranges from anywhere around the three hundred eighty nanometer which is violet, to 750 nanometers, which is red. Most people can easily see light shorter than um, 380 nanometers because the lens of the eye absorbs it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So ultraviolet light, or UV, ranges from 10 to 400 nanometers. Okay. And is not detectable by our eyes. Right. But if the lens is missing or removed, often due to cataracts... Oh, Light below the violet range isn't blocked and can be detected down to around 310 nanometers. Oh, so you could see it. You could see it if your lens is removed. Oh. So without the lens to focus light, these people are farsighted and need corrective lenses to focus at short distances. Sure. I was going to say, but what's the downside of having yeah. your lens removed? Yeah. So I was when I was doing this podcast, like writing it, I read this story about someone that went septic. Okay. Um, that's when you're in the hospital and I think it's like a bunch of like bad bacteria like explodes around your body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Septic is the body's extreme response to an infection. It is life-threatening medical emergencies and septic happens when infection you already have triggers a chain reaction throughout your body. Oh. Yeah. So it often starts in the lungs, urinary tract, skin. Sure. Digestive tract. The so, usual places yeah. where there's some yep. bacteria going on. Yeah. So I was reading this thing about this person that went septic. They basically, like one of their eyes, something happened. Yeah. And they basically... 
were only able out of their right eye to see UV rays. Oh. Because like their body went under such an extreme attack, yeah. it like messed with, Did their eyes. with their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And out of their right eye they could see UV light, but out of their left eye they couldn't. So they could like open and close like oh my and gosh. see it. Yeah. It's like a superpower. It is super cool. I feel like you'd have to wear like an eye patch though. Yeah, I feel like it would be overwhelming. They yeah. said they were at like a bar. This was when they first noticed it. And okay. they were looking at an ID scanner. Like they were checking IDs under oh. it. And so an ID thing to look at the ID is UV light. So they can yeah. like IDs have like like invisible symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you can tell it's a real ID. It's legit. Yeah. yeah. And so like under the UV thing, you can see it. Yeah. Um, And so they, they were like, why is the machine like glowing such a bright blue? Whoa. And they were like able to like see the UV. That would be crazy. Light. Yeah. yeah. Super crazy. Yeah. There was this study at UGA, the University of Georgia. Okay. Shout out. Um, They had a study to see if they could find that if people could see UV light. Okay. And it just opened up like this. They just asked this question. So according to almost any source about the light spectrum, visible light, uh, the portion of the electromagnetic spectrum that is visible to the eye is at like 400 to 700 nanometer. Right, right. But like we know that UV range is like way lower and not detectable. Yet there's been new research from UGA that found that people can see ultraviolet light and there's actually health implications that can be pretty significant. So we're realizing that we can. Yes. Some people can actually see it. Yes. Whoa. So they basically had this very large range of participants, say young adults, that were able to detect isolated UV peaks at 315 nanometers. 100% of participants could see it at 315 nanometers. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not a like rare thing. No, but it can go lower. So seeing it at like 310. Right is like a little bit more aggressive. Right. So every textbook that's written on vision, optometry, anything to do with eyes and psychology that has to do with sensation or yeah, even yeah. perception, they literally all say the same thing that like, you cannot see it. But now that's like been reversed. Ooh. Yeah. A big shakeup. This is a big shakeup. Yeah. They also found that the ability to detect UV light dropped off dramatically among middle age participants. You lose it. Yes. As you get older. Which is, they say it's unclear why. I think yeah. it's just because your eyes get older. Probably. And like they get tired. Like there's so much UV coming through when you're younger and you have yeah. fresh eyes. And like then when you're older, like it's not as. That's wild. Yeah. So I think what's really interesting is like, I think that's why kids see the world so brightly. Ooh. And like can see, like they, they think about it. Like when you were younger, everything felt more just like. Well, vivid. life hadn't beaten me down. Then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like life hadn't beaten you down, but like things looked more vivid. Sure. I feel like. Yeah. If you like think back to being like younger. Yeah. So I think it's actually pretty interesting. That is. So interesting. yeah, they basically did this study to see like what would happen. Um, they said that the team didn't set out to rewrite the rules of visible light, but basically they said that the eye can detect UV presence, which is pretty sick. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're clearly rewriting yes, the rules. Literally. So yeah. from a health perspective, there is a risk to the retina. If you can see the light, it's getting basically to the back of your retina mm. in a way that could potentially be damaging. Okay. There also may be implications for therapy using UV light, including applications for skin conditions and mental health. You know, I'm thinking about it now. I actually had a procedure done to my eye that used a lot of UV light because I have... 
in the one eye, which I think I mentioned this before, and I was yeah. like, oh, we'll do an episode, and I forgot. <laughs> um, I have a thing called keratoconus, which is like where your cornea bulges out. Uh-huh. Um, they do this procedure, which I think at the time was called cross-linking. It might still be called that. Sure. Where they drop a bunch of special drops in your eye and then shine UV light, and it's supposed to strengthen the cornea or sure, whatever yeah. to keep it from further bulging. Yeah. Uh, and it did, which is great. But yeah, it was literally just like I was like on a table with a UV light above s- you shining in my eye for sure. an hour or two hours. How obnoxious. And every like 15 minutes, somebody would come and drip something in my eye. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and then my eye felt like I had sand in it for a week or something. Ow. Yeah. That sounds terrible. It was not a good time. No. Yeah. But what's really cool about this are there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered with further research. I feel like that's everything. Yes. But now we know this fundamental fact about vision. And like, I think there's a lot more that can contribute to us seeing UV. Sure. So if you are a special case and you're young, you might still be able to see the UV spectrum. Yeah. But obviously they have to better understand it and figure out. They do. So don't go try to see the UV. Yeah. Probably don't go like look directly into a UV light. Bad. Bad idea. I mean, you know. Very bad idea. So unlike humans, many animals see in ultraviolet, and a study now suggests that cats, dogs, and other mammals can too. Oh. So knowing these animals see things invisibly to humans could shed some light on why animals behave the way that they do. Okay. Which I think is pretty interesting. That is interesting. I don't know what happens like to humans. Like You know how your dog can sense when you're upset or something? Yeah. Or not feeling good? Yeah. I wonder if something happens on like the UV spectrum as humans. Like, do we look different? Like, do we shine different? Do we, <laughs> we have like, like a, we get a different glow? You know, yeah. Do we day? have a different glow to us yeah. that they can like detect? They pick up on. Yeah, I think I it's, it's fairly interesting. That is interesting. I wonder if we have to do an episode about that because I'm yeah. curious too. Because there's that whole thing of like, um, people can train, you know, service dogs to detect certain things, you yep. know, health conditions yep. or whatever. I wonder if it's How like they, they can literally see it see it i know there's like a whole big thing with smell i think it is interesting because like you're right it is smell that they like can smell and i just wonder like how how do you put off like a different odor if yeah it's gonna happen well and if it, I, yeah i would be curious to look look into it and see if there is a sight aspect yeah as well hey if you want the pod if you want a pod about write a rating and review and we'll do it and we'll do it detection yeah like how service dogs do their thing i think it could be cool yeah so, you know, there's a lot of animals that are known to have UV vision. Um, insects, such as bees, birds, fish, some amphibians, reptiles, handful of mammals, okay. mice, rats, moles, marsupials, and bats. The whole gang. Whole gang's here. Yeah. Even in animals whose retinas aren't very sensitive to UV light, some of the light is still absorbed. Okay. So, in fact, humans who have had their eye lenses removed, like we talked about with cataracts, yeah, and they don't have an ultraviolet blocking lens replaced... They can see these like UV. So like a sunglass. Basically, yeah. Like a little. Essentially, yes. Monocle. Yeah. So this made me kind of think about like what do power lines look like? Sure. So apparently humans like obviously they don't look like anything to us. They're just these metal things, towers, poles. Sure, yeah. But apparently to animals they look incredibly terrifying. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because birds land on them. They do, but they land on power lines. Right. I think this is talking about like towers, like the the towers, the metal towers. Yeah. Okay. Because power lines, like they're covered, like they're all wrapped up. That's true. They're insulated. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you don't see birds standing on like the transformer box that's like on the 
the, the wooden pole. pole. They the stand pole. in the middle. They get in the wire. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah. So apparently they see these power poles and lines mm-hmm. as lines of bursting and popping lights. Weird. That's because they can see the UV lights that are outside our spectrum of human vision. Yeah. So according to recent studies from scientists in the UK and Norway, it suggests that high voltage lines have more potential to disrupt wildlife behavior than previously thought. Yeah, I bet. It'd scare them. That would scare me. Yeah. You just looked up and... It's like lightning everywhere. lightning exploding from this thing. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. But these blazes of light are actually called corona discharge. Okay. So they happen where the power lines aren't well shielded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the concentration of electrons rushing through the lines causes the nearby air particles to ionize. And this forms a brief cascade of glowing plasma that triggers a burst of UV light. Wow. Sporadically. That's intense. Yeah, right. But we can't see it. (laughs) No, we can't see it. So for humans, we're like, "Eh, it doesn't bother us. Looks fine to me. Yeah. I'm going to go hang on that thing. Yeah. We're like, that "That looks safe. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. So scientists have actually known for decades that birds can see UV light because their eyes have an extra type of cone cell specifically tuned to direct those wavelengths. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool? They've got a special UV cone. They've got special UV sunglasses. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Built into their heads. Built in, yeah. But UV light and the corona discharge is invisible to like you and I. Yeah. So each of the three types of cones in our eyes aren't all that sensitive to UV light. Yeah. So there's no evolutionary reason for them to be because our lenses filter most UV light before it even reaches our retinas. Interesting. But for some reason they are. For yeah. some reason, the the cones yeah. are not sensitive to that light yeah. either. And to like get a sense of that discharge, like what it might be like, we need a special digital camera. Sure. It's pretty interesting. That is very interesting. It You know, it's one of those things where like, like I wish there was a way to just like turn that on and then turn it off. Like I want to want to turn it on and then just look at the, you know, see yeah, those yeah, power yeah. lines, and but then turn it off because it would be very It'd be cool to have like a switch where you can like blink and like change. Blink and change your change your view. Yeah. Be like, yeah. I want to see in UV. I want to go to UV light. I want to go to black and white. I yeah. want to go to. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that would be. HD. <laughs> I think we see in HD. We see in whatever I there is like a actual um, resolution that people have found that is, oh, like is equivalent there? to our eyes. Oh wow! And it's very high. So yeah, this is uh comes from a scientist and photographer. Okay, Dr. Roger Clark. This the information is coming from Discovery.com. That feels legit. So basically, they're they're listing it in megapixels. So if you and know anything about cameras, the sensor of a camera is always you know. It listed in megapixels. I know nothing, so. Well, if you have a smartphone, like an iPhone, normally, I think, except for this last year, um, the camera was 12 megapixels. Okay. Right? And then this last year, it jumped up in the iPhone 14 to 48 megapixels. Oh, jeez. Which is really high. That's a that's a big, yeah. uh, high-quality sensor. This person is saying that the resolution of a human eye roughly would be around 576 megapixels holy so like is that even possible to obtain i don't think so i don't even know what the highest commercially available camera like megapixel sensor would be i see one for 102 megapixels yeah the 400 
the there's a 400 i mean that's what this says it's a 400 megapixel image 400 megapixel multi-shot so, so it has a hundred megapixel oh yeah sensor yep. it produces a 400 megapixel image by composing six images shot in a quick succession okay so it's not actually 400 megapixel sensor no it's they're 100. using some technology trickery to get 400 which is still short of the 500 and like 70 yeah 576 megapixels that would be our human eye so we're still a ways off yeah that that one is a hundred i mean it says there's 150 megapixel <clears throat> yeah but basically to get like the image it has to lay a bunch of images on top of one another right i mean it makes sense that Interesting. like that amount you know if you think about it like that is the image that you're gathering and so that amount of data sure is just like it would i mean the image would be massive and you know when we open our eyes that's what we see so <laughs> that's crazy yeah so mm. i guess we can we can round this out by talking about like uv rays and like how to protect yourself from okay. them are you a sunscreen wearer no you're not you're one of I'm those not. i am an avid sunscreen i won't go if i'm outside for longer than you know like 30 minutes yeah i got the sunscreen yeah on. I I should be a sunscreen person. I am for my face, but everywhere else, I'm just kind of like meh. Well, do you have? Is it like in makeup and yeah. stuff? Because that's yeah. what like my wife. She's the same way. I yeah. have to like fight her to wear sunscreen, <laughs> and then she's like saying, "Well, I have it on my. It's in my it's makeup on my, face. on my face." And I'm like, yeah. "Well, yeah, but you can get skin cancer anywhere." Yep. Uh, what about sunglasses? You sunglass person? Um, no. Oh, really. Yeah, so growing up, my dad used to be like, I would love to sit and read in the sun. Mm. And he was like, you're literally burning your cornea yeah. and retina by using, like, reading on a white page. So he used to make me wear sunglasses Yeah, when I read outside. Yeah. You're a sunglass wearer. You go I, everywhere with them. I wear, yeah, and it's not even like, I mean, I have, I like the sunglasses I have, but it's not even like, a lot of people have commented like, oh, cool sunglasses, like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> I just, my eyes are so like, I'm such a inside you know like editor yeah. computer guy that yeah. if i go outside without them on my eyes just burn yeah so like i cannot yeah. go anywhere without sunglasses very rarely am i like oh i need sunglasses right now really yeah I, i'm the second i walk outside i'm like oh yeah <sighs> yeah but i mean sunglasses are just as important as wearing a hat to protect against uv rays yeah so uv light actually ages all structures of the eye mm. which is bad it's bad news yeah. yeah cornea damage cataracts macular degeneration thank you yeah. are all possible chronic effects of uv exposure and can ultimately lead to decreased vision yeah so just all bad news all bad news that sunlight that uv light is just so aggressive it's just gonna deteriorate your eye if you think about it it is kind of insane that the light is like lighting the whole world i know that sounds so stupid to say but like it's this uv ray that is yeah. like just burning the world and us in <laughs> well, like your eyes I've like made you know that, i've made that comment to my wife about sun because she she's a big like loves you know yeah it's going out loves and i'm like the sun is basically just a thing that is trying to kill you yes. at all times yes when you are out it is actively trying to kill you <laughs> And yeah, we take there's steps to avo avoid that, you know, yeah. sunscreen and sunglasses and you know, like a hat or whatever. Yep, yep. But yeah, it is literally a giant fiery ball 
in space actively trying actively to kill you admitting or yeah like emitting these rays that are trying yeah. to kill you it's crazy yeah so it, what's really crazy is the eyelid skin is the tiniest and thinnest sorry it's not the tiniest it's the thinnest <laughs> in the whole body yeah like if thin. you close your eyes like and you try really hard like you can see like not through them but like but you can see the light yeah for sure yeah yeah which is crazy yeah weird so it's not it's not thick it's not blocking too much it's like you can see the red almost oh yeah so uv damage on your eyes and uh, like your eyelids uh is like increased dryness wrinkles uh, acuted skin furrows sagging loss of elasticity i mean it's all, all, it's all just bad things it's bad for you. It's like associated with skin cancer. It's, like it, it, the sun is trying to kill you. It's like if you go to the tanning bed. It's why they like don't tanning let you put are... the lights like if with a goggle yeah. thing. Well, it's really bad for your eyes. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but it's just I could soapbox about it. I won't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. It's yeah, just bad. tanning beds shouldn't be illegal. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you and say like I've never been to one because yeah. like in the winter time I do like going to them just because like you don't get the sun. Right, light right, and right. like i just go like once a week to get like something i guess uv radiation right, like right, i don't right. know get some get some radiation yeah i don't love them though <laughs> i do my best not to go to them. go to them yeah. i haven't been in a very long time well, so that's good. That's yeah good. but the uh i mean like uv light is just associated with skin cancer period big time yeah 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 it's no good for us no good and the front surface of your eye absorbs actually about 99 percent of uv radiation that's a lot on the front. Yeah. So on the surface of the eye, this UV damage predisposes to cancerous growths. Not good. No. Yeah. I mean, cancerous growths. No that's, good. That's not what we're talking about today. No, it's, it's not what we're talking about, but it's no good. You don't want that anywhere on or in your body. No. Just wear sunscreen. Just don't tan. Just don't tan. Yeah. That's my route. Yeah. Uh, But if you want to go out, just wear like a good sunscreen. You yeah. know, you can still... Enjoy the sun. For sure. Just wear a good sunscreen that blocks those harmful rays. Yes. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. Just don't look at the sun. Don't. It is pretty cool that we decided, or that science said that you can see a little bit of the UV spectrum. That's a big change. That's a big shift that we can actually see part of the UV spectrum. It's not just animals anymore. That's pretty sick. Well, potatoes, thank you for this wonderful sparkly episode yeah Spark- <laughs> sparkly episode. well you know, uv light uv light, light. it was a cool sparkly. i really enjoyed it we learned it more about cool. uv light very cool i was yeah like i said i didn't even i guess i was dumb and did not even know animals commonly saw in uv light you know like i truthfully <laughs> didn't either i didn't know that like my dog can see uv light yeah like I just didn't know that i i, I yeah i hadn't realized that so even that was really cool but then to hear that humans can actually also see a yeah. little bit of it um that's really cool to know it's pretty sick so potatoes like thank you so much for and the if you sweet suggestion yeah thank you for the sweet suggestion so if you uh sweet potatoes get it sweet potatoes sweet sparkly potatoes <laughs> yep so if you have a podcast idea and you want to talk about a certain thing on the podcast yes leave a rating and review on apple pod if you are ogrt let us know in your comment as well and mm-hmm. remember to add the little science pal. science pal yep science pal so we can match the yep. podcast art you can match the podcast art with your science pal <laughs> and uh i think that's it that's all is that it that's it. All right. Well, let's go put on sunglasses. Should we, I'm going to go get my sunglasses and 
slather on my SPF 70 and uh, head out. Sounds good. I like it. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.